Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. And tonight we're going to be looking at the Elimination Chamber that just ended a few hours ago. Uh, first and foremost, I want to welcome on our man, Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing really well. How are you doing today? Hey, pretty good, man. It's Saturday uh, here out in Vancouver. We have a long weekend, so an extra day of rest. So, yeah, man. Can't, can't complain. It's been a great Saturday so far. Elimination Chamber just caught the uh, Con and Brooke fight and uh, have the UFC recording and, uh, you know, maybe catch that later on in the evening. Uh, but all in all, man, yeah, it was been a pretty cool day. Yourself? Yeah, it's been great. Two, two of my favorite things, wrestling and then boxing on the same day. So it was a good pay-per-view for wrestling and the boxing fight wasn't too shabby. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, so let's get right into it. The Elimination Chamber from Saudi Arabia. Um, I thought overall the card was good. It, it, it didn't disappoint. It didn't exceed my expectations either. Uh, Agreed. You know, it was it was a good it was a good card. I, the flow was good. The matches were good. I thought, you know, it ran well. So I wasn't bored at any point of it. You know, sometimes you get bored or you're just kind of falling off. Crowd was into it for the most part. Um, yeah. I think a little bit of this is awesome, too much, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get right into this main card. Uh, actually, let's start with the pre-show. Uh, pre-show basically just kind of covering everything, a lot of talking. Uh, but we did have uh, the Miz versus Ray on the uh, pre-show. Interesting match. It was pretty fun. Uh, back and forth. A lot of good spots right there. But then Miz tried to uh, do the whole Eddie cheating thing and got Ray disqualified. But somehow or the other, Ray still got the roll up there and won the match. And uh, the father and son send the crowd home happy with the double 619. What did you make of that match? I thought it was good for what it was. A good, uh, good pre-show match. Good kickoff match. Get the crowd into it. What do you think they're going to go next with this feud? Think it's done? Actually, I think it's setting it's setting up for WrestleMania here. Uh, there was a backstage interview that the Miz did afterwards, and he was saying, you know, telling Ray to get a get a partner, get a partner. I'll find someone, you know, I'll I'll find a partner, and um, I, well, I think that's going to be the setup. I think it's going to be a tag match for WrestleMania, and the rumblings I'm hearing right now, just initial reports coming out. And this could be a spoiler. But they're talking Logan Paul might be the Miz's partner for that match at WrestleMania. You know what, dude? You got you always have some celebrities at uh, WrestleMania, so it is Logan Paul. I got no problem with that. It's fine. It has no. some few more eyeballs. So no, it is what it is. I mean, I would I would I pick Logan Paul? No, I mean I, I would rather go with someone else. But he's been there a couple times already. You know, he's got the lay of the landscape. I think he did a little bit with Miz and uh, Morrison at one point in the summer. He did, yeah. So, he's a good entertainer, right? He knows how to talk smack. Mm -hmm. He's a good entertainer. He brings eyeballs to the screen. So hey, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's where that's heading. Um, Mania shaping up nice, man. I, I'll say that. It's going to be a great card. Yeah. So let's get right into the main show here. So the main show starts with the video package to start everything off. A really good package. I think that's one thing that WWE does really, really well all the time are their video packages. Um, Another great one here to start. They start the show with Roman versus Goldberg. Uh, universal title on the line here to start off the show. This is one match that probably beat my expectations. As we were talking in the preview show, I wasn't too keen on it in terms of what it would deliver or how it would be presented. 
thought both of the guys did a really good job considering. Um, yeah, me too. I'm surprised to see, you know, there, there was a couple moments there. Uh, there was that one where Roman came off the ropes and uh, Goldberg caught him, Goldberg caught him with that spear. Yeah. Um, but every time he went for the jackhammer, man, he, he got, he got reversed. He, you know, Roman was able to kind of change it up. First time he changed it into that rock bottom. The second time he put it into the guillotine, which Goldberg tapped out. So that was your end there, man. Is this the first time Goldberg's had a pay-per-view match? He's not successfully completed a jackhammer. I can't remember the last time this happened. You know, I was thinking about that as well. I mean, he's got everybody up that I can think of. I mean, if you can get Big Show up as well, right? Oh, he can um, get Roman up. He's strong enough for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, but the fact that he wasn't able to do it was just kind of interesting. I mean, the storytelling in that match was kind of showing of a passing of a guard, you know, like, you know, this, this could be the indication that you were talking about, Chance, actually, that this is his last match and this could be the reason for retirement. I can't get him up, you know, like, Pardon mm-hmm. the pun. I mean, um, Let's give Goldberg some credit. He's 55 years old and he looked jacked in there. For a 55-year-old no, man to have those kind of muscles is unbelievable. Got to give him credit. That's no, great. I, hey, man, if I can look like that at 55, I would, you know, half of that at 55, I'd be happy. Yeah, well, anybody um, would. No, great. for sure. But I, again, they, they they put on a good little match there. It was really good. Um, the crowd was hot for Goldberg too, man. They love to see him out there. Yeah, and like I said, I, I like I liked how they were able to time some of those spots, like exactly yeah. you know the two spears, especially. I mean, you know, I got a whoa out of me when I was watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. The one off the ropes, and the other one where Roman was ready to do his own spear and got caught by Goldberg's spear. You know, that that was really cool. But the tapping out was interesting. I don't know if you know. Here's two things, and um, if anyone, you know, everyone who's listening tonight, um, let us know, or we'll try to figure out on our own as well. Has Goldberg ever not been able to do a jackhammer at some point in the match? I know that he's probably, you know, at Big Show probably missed, missed it the first time, but got it the second time. But in this one, he didn't hit it, and he tapped out. Has he ever tapped before? I can't think of, I don't think he has offhand, but he might have, but I, I don't ever see Goldberg tapping. Did he, I don't, no, he didn't tap. He went to sleep, right? Well, I, I, ultimately, at the end of the day, he fell asleep. Like, has he, he ever been put out? You know, submitted, yeah. right? Um those could be telltale times, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if so, it was the last match, it's not a bad way to go out in Saudi Arabia on a, against Roman Reigns, right? No, I, like again, beat my expectations. Both guys worked really well. I'm happy with it. I am happy with the direction now. And, uh, you know, I think it was a great match to start the show off of. But hey, yeah. we go right into the women's elimination chamber match here. Um, what do you think, man? Right off the bat, how, how did you feel about this? I thought it was a solid, solid overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying on our last podcast, I thought Bianca was going to win. So I'm glad that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I like to the finish there. Well, you had Alexa's, Alexa Bliss versus uh, Bianca at the end there. I thought it was a great way to finish it off. And you weren't sure who was going to win. So Bianca yeah. got the win. But I thought it was fairly well done. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, first off, uh, one thing that I thought was really cool right off the bat, they had a swing in Alexa's pod. I thought yeah. that was really that's a really nice touch. Um, nice detail. A really yeah. good detail there. Uh, Ash, Ash and Liv to start. I can't remember what we predicted, but I think one of us said one of those two would be the starter. I think um, so. Liv in her full red bodysuit, and for our lady fans that are listening, thank you. That was a tribute to Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Apparently, that was cool. Yeah, so that that whole gear that she wore, all the girls were in full body suits, eh? Um, yeah. 
which is interesting because I, I think I asked you earlier. I, I know that when the girls box out there, they're allowed to wear their tanks and their shorts. Yeah, I actually never thought of that. All the girls were in full body suits. I wonder if that's a rule in Saudi Arabia. Well, it's just like, that kind of respecting, you know, women are supposed to be covered and, you know, fully clothed, you know, which is which is what they do there. Um, but yeah. I, I know that in some of the undercards that I've seen out of Saudi Arabia for, for boxing, I notice that the girls who fight on those cards are usually in their regular gear. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's different because their women's gear in wrestling is a little bit more provocative provocative yeah. per se to a certain extent i mean safe but provocative where boxing yeah. gear is a tank top and shorts right so yeah yeah because yeah but uh yeah so so bliss so ash ash and live to start they get in there dewdrop was number three to come in she took kind of took over it was really really dominant until um bliss came out and then basically you just kind of, it's kind of, you know, just the, the match just kind of flowed that way. Drew was dropped by Liv. This was a cool spot. Drew drop was eliminated by Liv by doing a sunset flip over, you know, off the top rope. That was a pretty cool spot. That was really cool. I like Drew drop. She can really work, man. She, she, yeah, moves no, around. she works really well. I like the power. I like the way she talks. I like her character. I think with given time and everything, she they could have something there, eh? And yeah. um, basically, here are some of the other spots. So, I mean, after that, Rhea came out and, you know, she kind of dominated, took everyone out. She was kind of going after Ash because that's who she wanted. Got her, got her eliminated. She, so Nikki Ash is the first elimination out of there. Um, Bianca comes out. This was really cool. So you basically do drops eliminated. So you have Bliss, you have Liv left and Bianca and uh, Ripley try to be the big girls. And try to dominate the little ones by giving them, you know, uh, suplexes, which was I thought was really cool. Uh, KOD to Ripley, so Bianca eliminates Ripley, mm -hmm. and that leaves us with the uh, final two, which would be Bianca and Bliss. Uh, great exchange there. I love the way that Bliss was able to handle her own against her. I thought yeah. Bliss looked amazing. Um, she looked really good for being out since September. She hasn't been on a card since September. Yeah, she looked really good. So she looked really good. Um, my understanding is that the finish was changed. Initially, the finish was supposed to be that both women's shoulders were supposed to be on the mat, and Bianca was able to get it up at the very last second. Um, but they changed it at the last minute to keep Bianca stronger. So... I, I see what they were trying to do. They didn't want to. Yeah, I got it. no problem with that. Yeah. You know, initially they thought it would be better to keep, you know, so they would keep uh, Alexa safe. But, uh, yeah. or, you know, but she didn't need it. She looked really good, man. I thought they looked really, really good. Uh, good match. Good flow. I had no problem yeah. with it. I thought the match was what to be, expect. Um, I'm glad Bianca won. It was the right call. So I thought yeah. her. WrestleMania. Well, and she's going off to WrestleMania to face the champion between Becky, either Becky or Lita. We'll let you know about that later on here. Match that came up after that was Rousey and Naomi versus DeVille and Charlotte. Um, I thought this was a fun match. I, I had no problem with it. I expected the swerve. Sonia comes out as soon as they get in the match, arms tied up, everything is everything. Takes off the sling, her arms are okay. She's ready to go. Uh, 
here's something I found really interesting. So so Rhonda came out in her in her judo gi. Yeah. Apparently her judo gi show that she wore at the Olympics. A couple of things that I noticed, she wasn't wearing any makeup. She had no shoes. She was she, she was wrestling barefoot. And she had a simple With ponytail. One hand tied behind her back. One hand tied behind her back, no makeup, a simple ponytail, and a gi. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Something different. You don't see, never seen that before in a women's match. No, no. And there was just one spot that really stands out for me. I mean, it was it was the match that you expected. Um, but Ronda did some work, man. She put some work in here tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I was surprised. I didn't think she was going to put as much work as she did in. I thought Naomi was going to carry most of this match, but she didn't have mm-hmm. to. Ronda started the match. She she had her spots. Uh, one that really stands out was that high head kick that she threw in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that was a nice one. Um, right? You know, that really, that was a nice shot. And, like, for a woman only five months postpartum to pull off moves like that, that's pretty sick, dude. Oh, she's an amazing athlete. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So the finish comes with uh, Rousey getting the one-armed um, armbar on Sonia as Charlotte yep. walks away. She doesn't want any of that business. Leaves her partner hanging high and dry. Can't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, it was your basic match, the match that I kind of thought. Um, so that basically, there you go. Now we know where that's going to go. You got Sonia, or you got Charlotte versus Ronda. I think that's going to be your main event for night one. Now, it's a good main. It's a good. It's a good match. Yeah, yeah that's going to be your night. I one think Ronda's going to win that one. I think so too. I mean, you don't bring her back. She's not going to come back if she's not going to win it. And it's not going to hurt Charlotte either, anyway. No. No, right? absolutely not. So, all right. So, right after that, we got into your match, the one that I think you were looking forward to, uh, Madcap against uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, false count anywhere. Corbin was trying to do his thing at the beginning of this match here, trying to get involved. Drew kind of chased him away. There was this one spot in there where I believe Drew threw him over for a suplex and a belly to, was it belly to belly or a suplex city suplex? We land on his head. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy spot right there, man. Dude, I he's trying to knock himself out. No, man, he bounced back. I mean, it looked worse than it really was. But man, that you know was... what's funny about this match? That was a false count anywhere match. Hmm. There was only one pinfall outside of the ring attempted, so his face most of it was in the ring. I know, I know. Well, the way Drew was talking on SmackDown, I'm going to take you to the back. I'm going to flush you in the toilet. I was waiting for some of that to happen. They didn't really leave the no. arena or anything so it was a quick match too uh your thoughts mm. on it you think that stood out for you it didn't stand out no i mean i love madcap i love his look i love his work but it, the match wasn't great it was okay corbin came out there tried to interfere a little bit it didn't matter drew got the win but i get it they put drew over and i had no problem with that i think yeah. this feud ends here or what do you think we see now drew versus corbin well, i think i think that's the match for mania right that would have yeah. to be the match unless they're going to do a tag and they're going to bring another celebrity in or another another person in for that. I don't know. But the logical choice would be that, you know, it all kind of accumulates and and the, the big payoff will be at Mania between those two. I mean, they don't have anything going into Mania, so that would probably make the most sense. Yeah. You know, I, I think, think it'd be a night two filler match, second, third match on the card, maybe. I just hope they don't leave Madcap off the Mania. Maybe he'll get in the ladder match or something. Well, you got the Andre. You got the Andre Memorial. The Battle Royal, yeah. Right? I mean, nowadays everybody gets a chance to go to Mania. 
Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't a suplex city. It was the Alabama Alabama Slam. Alabama Slam. Thank you, my friend. Right thank you, set. thank you. I thought you'd be knocked out, but you shook it off well, so it wasn't a He shook it off well. I mean, that's a testament to, you know, as we were talking off air, you were saying, you know, it's probably a testament to his physical stature. The guy looks like a Greek god, man. I don't know how he got a body like that, but damn. Well, when he gets to shine, it becomes dominant and maybe loses the character a little bit and becomes serious. We get to see a little bit more of that, you know? I mean, that ring gear is a little goofy, but he's trying to be a goofy guy, so I get it. The shorts is suspended. Oh, no, I get it. But if he changes it up and becomes a little bit more serious, I think if he, you know, just changes it, tweaks it a little bit once he's kind of done this run yeah. with Corbin and makes his name, um, I think he, the sky's the limit for him, man. It's he's got all the him. tools. Yeah, he does. He, he does. wants it bad enough. If he wants it, he can have it. If he doesn't want it, then, you know, we'll see. The only two things that could hold this man back at this stage in his career is himself or WWE creative. I don't know. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> right? Very well said, um, man. Becky versus Lita was your next match. I was mildly surprised. Lita so was looked I. awesome. It did. She. Did. You know? I was just saying her last podcast, man. She looked shaky on her feet. Yeah. Um. Blah blah blah. But hey, she proved me wrong. She kicked ass tonight. Good job. No, Lita. I was, and that's what I was looking for. I, I, she was clean. Um. Becky no. looked great too. They both worked really well. The expressions. Uh. Just, just a good match overall. Um, that was the best women's match of the night by far. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Uh, Be- Becky looks amazing, you know, and, and you know, and and I love, I loved it for the fact that the women are finally, you know, I mean, it's not finally; it's been going on for a little bit here, but the women are actually able to wrestle at their top capabilities. And you know what? This is an example where I think you know this match, particularly, was better than some of the men's matches. I, I'd rate it higher than Roman against Goldberg in terms of quality of match, you know, style, yeah. technique. Um, so yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. And, and, and I love it. I love it. I love seeing it. I, I think it's awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did enjoy the bras and panty matches and all those kind of fun things. <laughs> but the reality of it is I really like where the women are now. I love what they're able to do. I hope they can grow off of this, and uh, you know, it's just good. It's really good to see. I never get yep. sick of seeing a great woman's match when they're wrestling. You know, no, fair yeah. enough, yep. right? I mean, okay, so solid match, really good, yeah, really nice. happy with it. Um, no problem. Lady even did a moonsault, man. She's forty-six years old, so do moonsaults. Got to give her credit. No, for sure, for sure, right? I mean, and, and like you said, she she looked great. She wasn't shaky. She had a lot more confident. Is this the end for Lita? I don't know. I, I feel after I don't think that, so. She looks so good. I could see her having a match in Mania. She looked really good. Yeah, I don't know where they do with her and what she wants to do. Um, but she looked really good. I, I think, you know, if she's saying she has a run, you know, I, I think she can do something. She even her. did the twist of fate there. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. Cool. She threw cool. she threw it all at her. And a testament yeah. to Becky, she she took it all, she sold it well. She, she, mm-hmm. she, she made Lita look really good and, you know, Lita made Becky look good. So a testament to both. They, they, they treated each other well. They protected each other. And um, it was a good match, man. And Becky yeah, with absolutely. those facial expressions, man, you got to love it. You got to love it. Oh, yeah, it was good. You know, Becky kind of reminds me of a female Conor McGregor. If that's who she's trying to channel in her new character and the you know, yeah. persona. I see a lot of a You know, if McGregor was a girl, that's who she, that's who she is. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I agree with that. I see the similarities. 
Now, straight to the men's chamber. This was a the finish was expected, but I didn't expect it to be the way it was. Um, there was a couple of interesting things that happened in this match. So, yeah, um, I, I think like <laughs> when you've seen Seth uh, slam Austin Theory into Bobby's pod, and Bobby went down, and they took him out, and he's hurt. I think the reason why they did that is to keep Bobby looking strong. That way, Brock doesn't have to pin Bobby. Bobby still looks strong. He can say, "Well, Brock, you never pinned me." Even though Brock got the belt, they can do another match, Brock versus Bobby, one more time after Mania. That's what I think happened. I, although I thought that maybe when Bobby got carried out of the ring that somebody would come in there and take a spot, but it never happened. And so I well, see why they didn't keep Bobby strong because the guy's a monster. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I look back at it. I, I, I may have to watch it again. Um, I don't know if, if it's a work or not. So basically what happened here, guys, is uh, the match starts off Everyone comes out. Everyone's in their pods. The match starts off with the Austin Theory against Seth Rollins. Uh, these guys looked really good together. They were working really well. Um, you know, I, that's a potential feud in the future. Austin Theory looked really good in this match. He looked awesome tonight. You know, he looked really good. Uh, his facial expressions, the storytelling, the kids got him, man. Um, what an athlete. What an athlete. Absolutely. Yeah, he's really good. So here's the spot. So Seth has them up. They're outside of the they're outside of the ring on the platform where the pods are. Bobby's looking away. He's not really paying attention. And uh, Seth buckle bombs him into his pod, which breaks and kind of lands on Bobby. Bobby hits his head on the steel beam, which is inside, like a part of the pod. So he mm -hmm. hits it on the steel and goes down. Now they're saying that it was concussion protocol. That's why they pulled him out of the match. I'm waiting to hear. From 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 the sources out there, if if this was legitimate, if it was a work, um, right now I'm thinking. I think it's a work, dude. Okay, well let's find out. I don't know. It's hard to say, right? I mean, because I was thinking. Okay, I thought like you were thinking. This could be an interesting spot. Roman comes out, and he takes yeah. a spot in the pod or something. You know what I mean? I Not thought that at first. I thought that at first too, like somebody else comes up. And then I thought about it after. I'm like, they're keep when Lesnar won, they're keeping Bobby looking strong. That way, Bobby can say, Brock, you didn't take my belt. You didn't pin me. You yeah, pinned yeah, yeah. Um, Austin Theory and those guys, but you couldn't take me. And it keeps Bobby looking strong. It's a waste of having him out, but I see why they did it. No, for sure. But, but I could be wrong. Could be legit. Well, I think it's a work. Well, I mean, the reason I, the only reason I would say that it could be a work is the fact that they showed him on screen still. You know, yes. um, if it was a le legit thing, chances are they wouldn't have had him on screen. But Adam Pierce coming out and whatnot and him taking him out, you know, I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see. I mean, the hit looked When's real. the last time, if you've ever heard WWE say, this person's out of the match due to concussion protocol? I've never heard it. Um, I don't think I have heard it myself either. But hey, that's why I think it's a work. We'll find out. Who knows? If it was a work, it was a stupid work, in my opinion. It just makes no sense. Well, because they don't want Bobby. Brock can't pin Bobby at the Elimination Chamber. Not that they're gonna have another match again. It makes no, Bobby look weak. Yeah, but then why? Why? Why would they go again? I, it makes no sense to go. Element of surprise, right? Yeah, let's see. Let's see how they played out. I mean, Raw. We'll see what they do on Raw on Monday night. And I mean, they got a month. There is no fast lane. I can't. I don't think there's another pay-per-view coming up now before Mania. So whatever's coming out now are your matches and whatever they're going to do are going to be things on SmackDown and Raw. So, um, 
Brock was dominant, though, man. He 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 tossed those guys like ragdolls. F five everybody. He F five theory off the top of the pod. That was a pretty crazy spot. I mean, you could tell Les was into it when he came down. He looked excited. He looked jacked. He was having fun. He was having fun. So here's some things that didn't that weren't supposed to happen in in the elimination chamber. So I guess Bobby was supposed to be number five, and since he wasn't there, no one came out. Brock legitimately broke his door. It wasn't a mock door. It wasn't a working door. It was a legitimate, he smashed his own way out of the pod. Um, so, you know, it was not staged at all. That was really cool. Um, yeah, he came out. He dominated everyone. I mean, basically what they kind of left us with on Raw, where everyone ran away when Brock came out, you know, like a bunch of cockroaches yeah, running. A monster. Like, like cockroaches running away when the light comes on. You know, that's yeah. what they look like. But uh, yeah, he got rid of Riddle. He got rid of AJ. He got rid of Seth. Austin. He basically cleared the ring. And then, yeah, but Austin was the last one. And that's where this got fun a little bit. The character that Austin had, you know, he Most ran cool. away. He tried to Cat hide. and mouse, man. Cat and mouse. I mean, but that low blow was pretty legit. It looked pretty cool. Um, he might have caught him there a little bit. He might have caught him a little bit, right? I mean, thankfully, Brock was in a good mood. and He didn't give him a receipt the way he did to um, Ron. Ron Strowman there. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But uh, the end came where he just kind of beat the shit out of him, F5'd him, and left him for nothing and walked yeah. away. So, Mania, we have champion versus champion as it stands right now. You got Becky versus Bianca. You got for, for the women's title for Raw. Charlotte versus Ronda for the SmackDown title. Um, and Brock versus Roman. Well, yeah, we already called that one. Hey, some stuff that just kind of came out here. Maybe we can touch on it really quick. Rumor has it, or I don't know if it's rumor or if it's confirmed. They're saying it's confirmed. We're looking at Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back for one more match at WrestleMania. I love that idea. I just don't like his opponent. Don't like the idea of him fighting Owens. That's my opinion. Um. You know, I'm taking a lot of heat for saying this, but I was listening to the Vince, Vince Russo podcast on Friday. I think Vince Russo said it best. Kevin Owens is not the son of a plumber. He is the plumber. Yeah, fair and enough, I know that sounds harsh. I'm not saying he's not a good worker, but I get it. Stunner versus Stunner kind of thing, and Owens can talk. But if Stone Cold's coming back, my personal opinion, I don't want to see him against Kevin Owens. Man, I just do don't like it. All right. Well, who, who do you want to see him against then? Who would I pick? Yeah. Off the current um, roster, who? Would yeah, you yeah, yeah. Uh, well, personally, I would like to see him against go against Reigns, just because Reigns is the top dog. But that's not happening, obviously. Um, I get he's got to be somebody who's safe, who can work. Um, and 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 Owens is a good safe. Owens is the safest guy to work with. That's that's available. It's not in my a big. Opinion. It's just not a big. Owens is Owens is he's just not a main eventer. When yeah, you're thinking Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in 19 years, dude, he's 57-year-old man, and you're coming back against Kevin Owens. I get it. You're going to put Owens over, get Owens to the next level, stunner versus stunner. I, I see it, but to me, it just doesn't scream out to me. I just don't think Owens is the right guy. Well, I know people get pissed off at me and they'll talk a lot of smack, but that's just how I feel. Well, I, I think I think Owens is the right guy. Um, I think he'll work really well with him, his expressions, the way he works. I think it's just going to be a really exciting matchup. Um, again, the biggest thing is to keep Austin safe. I think Austin himself, the name Austin alone, 
will make that match huge. You know, he he could go in there against Dwayne Gill, and it would still be a monster match. You know, you're gonna go around to the like WrestleMania is a lot about casual fans want to buy it. You show up, and you're gonna say Stone Cold. Oh, they love Stone Cold, especially guys from our era. Love it, love them. Who's he fighting? Kevin Owens. Eh, I don't know, man. Kevin Owens. If they even heard of the guy. Yeah, yeah, but they're gonna tune in. For the hardcores, this is great. Hardcore fans love this Kevin Owens guy, right? But I'm thinking on on a bigger picture that the casual fans they're not gonna be into that. Well, the casual fans are going to be into Stone Cold. The casual casual fans are going to be into Stone Cold. I think that's not not Owens, though. It doesn't matter. You have Stone Cold. The casual fans are going to come for him. But it's not exciting. Why would you? But you're not going to buy pay-per-view because you're going to watch Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. This is not Stone Cold Undertaker, Stone Cold Rock. It's Kevin Owens. Yeah. So, but you're not buying the pay-per-view for that. You're buying it for Brock versus Roman. You're buying it for Ronda Rousey, right? I mean, those are the guys that are going to be selling the pay-per-view. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want Stone Cold to come back, who are you going to fight? Yeah, but you're thinking of a different market, though. I'm thinking of the guys that watch Super Bowl once a year, the guys that that watch the big pay-per-views once in a while. These kind of guys don't give a damn about Kevin Owens. The casual fan does not care. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, and I I hear what you're saying. No, no, I'm not not saying you're disregarding Owens. All I'm saying is you have enough there for the casual fans, even if Stone Cold, even if Stone Cold, even if Stone Cold does end up fighting Kevin Owens, which isn't confirmed yet, right? It's yeah, not even it's not even announced yet or anything. It's just is all the stuff that's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if if that match actually happens, the ca- there's enough there for the casual fan to be excited for, in my opinion, that it doesn't even matter. Now, if that was the casual fan draw, then yes, I can totally see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But the, the, Logan Paul is going to bring the casual fan. Brock Brock. is going to bring the casual fan. Ronda is going to bring the casual fan. Mm -hmm. Whoever else they decide to bring along there, whoever else has that kind of name, they're going to bring. I mean, those three names alone that I just mentioned to you are the ones that are going to bring the casual fan. So So Stone Cold fighting Kevin Owens, regardless of what you think of Kevin Owens or not, Mm. probably is the best matchup for Stone Cold in terms of just having a safe guy there with him. I mean, the only other people I would think is maybe AJ. AJ against Stone Cold would be a fun match. You know, yeah, he could protect them as work. well, right? But but at the end of the day, I know what you're saying. But I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah but I hope he comes back. I want to see him. I want to see it. Do you yeah. think he can still go? It's been 19 years. He's 57. I'm sure he can get out there and do some kicks and punches. But I'm just watching his latest Stone Cold, uh, you know, with, with uh, Stone Cold Broken Fellow sessions, sessions with uh, Ron Simmons. He looked really good there, man. I mean, yeah, he, he looks, looks good. good. Yeah, I, I think he's good for about 10 minutes, you know, um, come out, get get your couple kicks in. Owens gets a bit of his moves in. Stone Cold comes, you know, gets him at the end. Stunner, and that's it. You know, you're yeah. not looking at anything huge from Stone Cold. I'm not expecting anything huge. I'm expecting Owens to sell, 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 sell. Yeah. I don't expect Owens to win. To be fair, um, unless Stone Cold is there to put him over, which I don't think he needs to. You know, yeah. Owen doesn't need to be put over. Um, I know our, our opinions differ on Mr. Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe maybe I can't stand his I just don't like I can't stand his ring gear, man. That just looks <laughs> I don't like it. Fair enough, man. And you know what? I mean, you're not supposed to that's like everything. That's why we have this podcast, right? And that's why yeah. you love wrestling because not everybody likes the same guys. That's what makes it fun, no. right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what was that? Everything is everything then, man. Uh, we're, we're set. We're ready to go. Um, everything went well tonight. The plan, the show was planned for three hours. Oh, you know what we didn't touch on? The match that never happened. Oh, the Viking Raiders and Usos. Yeah. So basically this match ended before it even started. The Viking Raiders came out and the Usos attacked from behind. And basically it was redeemed that the Viking Raiders were unfit to compete and the match was off before it even started. Uh, I'm hearing that they were on a sharp, a hard three-hour deadline tonight. They had to get everything in within three hours. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what the reasoning for that is because, I mean, if you're running your own network or whatever, you can go as long as you want. You're not confined to the pay-per-view rules, so to speak. But... um, I don't know, man. If they had cut a few of those other segments, I think they could have had enough time for the match. It, it was going to be a squash anyways, the way it was going. That's a that's a long fight flight for those boys to go all the way over and do that. As long as they got paid the same, I guess it's worth it. I guess, but man, well, it's a long. Fight to do they that. all got paid the same. They all got you know what they were what they were supposed to get. So, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, you know what? Overall, I would give the show maybe a high C plus, low B minus. Yeah. Um, it didn't disappoint. That. Yeah, it didn't disappoint. Like I said at the beginning of this, uh, it had good flow. It, it it managed to do what it was supposed to do. It didn't exceed expectations. I think that's where the disappointing part was. I thought I was expecting a little more. Yeah. From I don't know. But I don't know. If everything plays out as the card stands right now, this could be one of the better WrestleManias in the last few years. So. Yeah, I mean, again. It's looking good. I, I think yeah. now that you got your foundational pieces all kind of in place, it's what's the rest of the card going to look like now? Yeah. And you got two nights to fill. You got two nights to fill. So. I wonder who Bobby's going to go against. This is the thing now. I don't know what's going to happen here because you got a That's... lot of guys that don't have a program right now. Where's Seth going to go? What, what, what does AJ do? What does Bobby do? What does Austin Theory do? There's a lot of what ifs, right? Okay. Well, I mean, then Andre, if they yeah, have the Andre in the ladder match, if they have the, you know, but no, well, Money in the Bank is its own show now, right? They don't know. Okay. Yeah. So they're not really doing Money money in the Bank at Mania anymore. So I think that kind of, I think the Andre Memorial and the May Young, is it the May Young one or what do they call the women's one? Uh, I don't know, man. Can't the remember Wendy, now. The Wendy Richter. <laughs> classics we'll find out this monday we'll start building for the card right so yeah fun. yeah no definitely um everybody i uh, want to say thank you all for taking the time again to listen to everything we've done so far it means a lot um we're really wanting to do the best we can by you guys to give you the best information the best content so please kindly you know good or bad let us know what we can do better or how how we are doing it'd be amazing to hear from you guys uh you guys can find us on instagram you can find us on twitter at sap underscore chance on instagram at or sap underscore chance and on facebook at sap and chance pod um Chance, anything else you want to say before we close this off? Uh, look out for episode number four coming up on on February 22nd with Otto from Can-Am Wrestling. It's going to be a great, sh- a great show, great interview. Um, 
going to be a big show for us. So that's coming to everybody this Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to be doing the interview with them on Tuesday. Um, we'll try to have it out there for you that night. If not, you know, please give us a day and we'll try to get it up there the next night. Um, but one way or the other, we will get that to you. So we're looking forward to that next week. We will be talking to Otto from Can-Am Wrestling. Their tour is already started, but they are going tonight. Scotty Mack is fighting for the AWA championship tonight as well. So we're going to follow that a little bit tonight. And, uh, you know, touch, touch on this with Otto and see how the weekend went with him, with the weekend shows. And, See what's going on, man. Looking forward to that conversation. Uh, also, coming up next week, we will be giving you our first ever Sap and Chance Present Boxing Podcast. Looking forward to this one. My man's wearing his Manny Pacquiao shirt, hat. I'm still waiting for my Marvin Hagler hat in the mail. Hopefully, he gets here one day. American, the American Kell Brooks fight was today. We'll touch on that a bit. We'll also touch on some of the upcoming fights that have been announced. Uh, yeah, next week we got some good matches coming up as well. So we'll we'll hit up on all of that this week as well for you guys on the boxing experience. And uh, Wednesday we should be able to give you guys our first interview with Otto Gentile from Canam Wrestling. So with that all being said, I am... One bummed. more thing we got to do before we sign off, man. What's that? We're going to do Chance's Top 5. And since you're a big fan of women's wrestling... Oh, okay. I'm not trying to beat. That's a good thing. Tell me your top five favorite women wrestlers of all time. Of your all personal, time? Your personal favorite. Top okay. five, yeah. Okay, okay. I would have to say uh, Trish and Lita. Okay. Now, the reason I'm going to say Trish is because I remember following her when she used to do spots on live audio wrestling, which was one of the very first Canadian talk show, radio talk shows before podcasts and everything. This was back in 1997, 98, when she was doing these. And she came in and, you know, she was just a pretty face to see how far she evolved and what she was able to accomplish with Lita beside her. Um, that's why I think everything is what it is today is because of those two. So Lita, Lita for sure, and Trish are number one and two. Uh, that being said, you know what? My other top three right now, I would have to say would be Becky, Bailey, and uh, Sasha. They're my favorites. I think they, they all work amazing. They all work really, really hard. Um, and and they, they've really... You know, I guess you got to put Charlotte in there as well, but I put those three above Charlotte. I really love what they do. I can't wait for Bailey to come back. Um, but yeah, yeah, those, list, you know, those, those list, are my, those are my five, man. Your five favorites, so yeah, good list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of other good talent in the women's division. I like, I like where it's all going and everything. But if you ask me. That's the those are the foundational pieces that have made what it made it what it is today, in my opinion. Well, don't forget about China. Again, you know what? I mean, it's it's a, it's a hard one. No, no, China was amazing. I feel unfortunate for her that she arrived at the time that she did. If you look at Rhea Ripley, if you look at Bianca Belair, um, she would have crushed those girls with her with her one hand tied behind her back. China was I, I don't, a, no, no, no. She was a monster, but I mean, if you look at you know. Raquel Gonzalez down in NXT. Um, Raquel Gonzalez, you look at you look at Bianca and you look at uh, Rhea Ripley. I mean, they all kind of are modeled after her in terms of size and stature. You know what I mean? 
Uh, and they but we don't got the muscles like China, though. No, 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 no. But I'm talking stature, just overall yeah, size yeah, and, mean, yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I wish that China could have been in today's time, where she would have really shined. Absolutely. You know? She, yeah. she, she, she was a victim of being at the wrong time. She'd be the Brock Lesnar in the women's division if she was here. She would. She would. And yeah. you know, and that's the unfortunate part. Who knows where she would have gone? Who knows what she would have done? You know, may her soul rest in peace. That's that. I'm going to leave it at that. Her life was her life. Unfortunately, things happen to people. And, um, you know, you can only hope that they can get out of it. Unfortunately for her, she couldn't. Um, if she could have, who knows where she could have gone or where she would be today. But you know what? Yep. That all being said, Thank you, China, for all your contributions to wrestling, to the women's division. And um, yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. Well said. Yeah, man. But on that note, my man, it's time to wrap this up. My name is Bobby Sampson. I want to thank all the listeners again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting us into your years one more time. I'm with my man, Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, for those who download our podcast, we salute you. Everybody, be safe. And in the words of the Iron Sheik, stay humble. (laughs) Have a great night, everybody. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you soon.